Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 337. The write-up for episode 336 is available on the website at bemovingforward.com. So uh, today I'm going to talk about a slightly different topic. It's one that I hadn't ever intended to do as a podcast episode, and it came about because I got into a rabbit hole of a discussion with a friend of mine last week. As it happened, we both got our second vaccine shots last week. She got hers on Wednesday. I got mine on Thursday, the same day that episode 336 came out. And first of all, I'll share a little of that experience. I want to give my biggest thanks and compliments to Johns Hopkins, which is where I got my second vaccine shot. Actually, the first one as well, Bayview Medical Center. It couldn't have been more of a smooth, pleasant process. Uh, I got there a little bit early. Everything was pre-registered, pre-screened online. In fact, it was right through my phone. And then I I got there a few minutes early. My uh, shot was uh, scheduled for about 9.30. I got a few minutes there a few minutes early, they were able to take me in. And uh, the staff was extremely professional, very efficient. You can tell they've been doing a lot of these. And um, once I checked in, one nurse actually escorted me down to uh, a section where they had these booths set up and uh, were these cordoned off sections set up. And then another nurse was the one who actually administered the shot. It was very pleasant, very smooth. Everyone was very friendly. Uh, and in fact, the longest part of it was just the post shot, which was about a 15 minute wait. So if you do get your vaccination, uh, no matter where you go, they're going to make you wait 15 minutes just to make sure you're okay afterwards, immediately afterwards. And, uh, that was it. That was the the process. I'll share a little bit of what, uh, happened afterwards. So the first time I got the, uh, the vaccine, the first dose, which was about three weeks ago, um, uh, we're four weeks ago now, as of this episode, uh, I, I was, I was fine. I had a little bit of a sore arm, a minor headache the next day, which I, I just, uh, took some, you know, uh, Tylenol for, and, uh, it was fine. The second shot I did notice, uh, it was a little more painful. And in fact, uh, as of the recording of this episode, today is Monday, this will air on Thursday. My arm is still a little tender. So, uh, I did notice that and I was fine for, for the day. Uh, I got the shot, as I said, around nine 30 and I was perfectly fine for the day. In fact, I, I just, uh, you know, went about my normal day. It wasn't until around midnight that I did experience some effects from that second dose, Uh, specifically the sore arm. I had some body aches, a headache, and chills. While not pleasant, I mean, uh, you know, it was only, it lasted only a few hours. It was about maybe three or four hours. So I didn't sleep well that night. And then Friday, I actually ended up taking off and I was a little bit achy throughout Friday, a little bit of a headache. Uh, and then the chills mostly went away and then came back a little bit Friday night. But by the weekend, by Saturday, Sunday, and now today, I, I'm perfectly fine. So, uh, again, my biggest thanks and, and compliments to Hopkins Bayview. They, they just did such a great job with this, and I'm very grateful for that. And just kind of putting it in perspective, you know— I, we're just following the news. Uh, you know, we're at a point now where it looks like we have enough vaccine supply. That's something to really just, I think, be thankful for just because we're seeing so many different parts of the world that are struggling with this, especially with the variants and uh, getting an ample vaccine supply. And in fact, I just had a Zoom call 
last week, um, right before the right before I got my vaccination with someone in Thailand, and this was actually through a Hopkins uh, connection. So speaking of Hopkins, uh, I did go to the business school. And I'm tapped into the alumni network, and uh, I participate in a program called Coffee and Convos, where they connect you with different alum from different schools uh, uh, once a month. And uh, this month, I got connected with someone who is actually over in Thailand working in health policy. And so she was explaining some of the um, how things are different over there and uh, how recently Thailand just got the vaccine. And, you know, it's uh, just administering it, getting access to it. So uh, there are some challenges there in different parts of the world. So I'm just, I'm just grateful that, uh, you know, we're at a position now where there's ample vaccine supply. And, and if you want to get your vaccine, it's, it's pretty easy now to get an appointment. And in fact, you may have seen in the news that uh, the CDC and the FDA reapproved the use of the Johnson and Johnson one shot. So now we've got the three vaccine supplies in circulation. But anyway, if you've gotten your vaccine, you'll know that you also got a vaccine card. And I got mine during the first dose. I brought it back with me for the second. And then they put a sticker on it to indicate uh, the specific type of vaccine. And they'll write down the date of it. And uh, I want to point out that uh, a couple of maybe just kind of uh, considerations, do's and don'ts with the vaccine card. It's a pretty important document. It's one you're going to want to keep secure. There is sensitive information on it. And so treat it like uh, a driver's license, social security card or passport. It's something you're going to want to keep secure. Uh, I know that And you may have read that certain places are starting to require vaccinations, employers, universities, uh, things like that. I won't get into the the politics of all of that, but, uh, you know, having a vaccine card is 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 your proof of that. I don't know if that's going to serve as the quote unquote official document, but uh, right now it's one of the the pieces of information we have. Um, and the reason why I bring this up is because I've noticed, uh, you know, this trend over the last couple of months that people have been posting on social media selfies with their vaccine card. And one thing you may want to be careful about is that there is sensitive information on that card. So uh, a trend I've noticed recently is that people will take the selfie first, just using their phone camera, and then edit the photo and block out the sensitive information. I, I personally have not and probably will not post my vaccine card on social media. You know, I I don't really see the the need or the reason to. But if you do decide to do that, it's probably a good idea to redact any of that sensitive information. Very easy way to do that is if you have an iPhone, you can edit the photo and then hit the three dots at the top right. And then there's an option called markup where you can actually draw on the photo or uh, block out parts of the photo just by using basically a virtual magic marker. Uh, so you don't even need to download an extra app to do that. I think you can you can do a lot of editing on Android as well. And of course, there are always third-party photo apps you can download, uh, many of them free if you, if you want to, you know, uh, redact stuff from, from a photo. So I do recommend if you're going to post on social media that you do that first. Uh, the other thing you're going to probably want to do is make a backup copy of it. Uh, I'll share one way of doing that on the iPhone Notes app. The Notes app is actually one of my favorites. Uh, they've recently updated it, I think, one or two cycles ago, where if you click on the camera icon, uh, you can add a photo to your notes 
but one of the sub options is scan a document. So you can actually scan a proportionate document uh, and you can scan your, your card and save it as, as a PDF. And then from there, you can keep it on your phone or you can save it to a cloud. Uh, just make sure you keep it in a secure place, especially if you upload it on a cloud server. And then finally, if you want to get a physical backup of your card right now, Office Depot is offering free copy and lamination of the copy. So uh, right after I got my second shot, I actually headed over to Office Depot and they were really quick and efficient about it. So they'll copy both sides of the card and they'll laminate it for you, the copy, not the original. And I point that out because you may not want to get the original laminated just because there is extra space for in case we need to get boosters. And it's looking like from the news we're going to need to get boosters from this with all the variants and mutations as it happens with the virus. So it may become an annual thing like the flu shot. So you may want to keep the original intact and keep that at home and keep the laminated copy with you. So Office Depot is running this till, I think, late July. So you've got plenty of time to to take advantage of this offer. Staples was doing this, but I think their offer expired late April, early May. So I recommend if if you're near an Office Depot, you can head there if you want. And this is my big disclaimer. I don't know how official a copy of your card will be in terms of proof of vaccination, especially at an employer or a university. You know, right now there's a lot that's kind of a big question mark as to what counts as proof of vaccination. But one thing that, ironically, the the uh, copy person at the uh, Office Depot told me, which may be useful to you, is that you can also access your vaccination records online in many different states. And and basically what I would do is I would go to your state's uh, health website. And a lot of times you'll be able to access your vaccination records. You'll have to log in online and create a login and secure password and all that, but you should be able to, to log in online. The other thing you might want to do is just let your physician know that you got the vaccination whether it's a one dose or the two dose. And in fact, after the first dose uh, a couple weeks ago, I actually had my physical not long after that. So I was actually, I, I actually gave her a copy of the card and let her know when I was going to get the second dose. And she already had access to, to my vaccination records, but it's, it's not a bad idea to let them know about that. Um, uh, all of this is just to say that, you know, there's a lot that goes into this right now. And I know that we're still trying to figure things out, but keep that original card secure is the big thing. Treat it again, like a passport, social security card, and then get a backup copy. And again, Office Depot is running that special right now. If you want to get a copy and get the copy laminated, I'm going to turn my attention now to a small gripe I do have with the card. This is going to be kind of a a rant about the card itself. You know, the card is three inches by four inches, almost about the size of an index card. I don't think it's a great size. And this is the part of the discussion I had with my friend is that um, it's really not a convenient card to carry around. And what's funny is that you can now get wallets, you can get plastic sleeves, and, and then you can get lanyards and clips. And in fact, I know a few uh, people who work in education 
where they have to actually clip their card now as as proof of vaccination on their belts, depending on, I guess, the the district and jurisdiction. I'll add that disclaimer. But it's not a convenient card to carry. I you can, It fits in your wall, uh, back pocket. It does not fit in a wallet. If you have something more like a day planner where you can carry a, a, a passport, it'll probably fit that fine. Uh, it's just not a convenient size card. And I, I was, if you look at the card itself, if you have one, to me, and I don't know why the CDC actually went with a three by four size, the information would fit on a standard business card or driver's license card size. And you could still fit the same amount of information. It's basically two stickers and a couple of blank lines and some basic information. I think it would have been better if they had actually made the card more of a wallet size, especially if it's going to end up becoming some sort of official document. Uh, but one idea I had, and this is where the the, the rabbit hole comes in, is the, uh, and again, big disclaimer, I don't know how official uh, a copy of the card is, much less a scaled version of it. But I, I got into discussion. My friend said that she was going to go to Office Depot with her husband. They both got the vaccine. And she was going to get the laminated regular size copy. Her husband was going to ask for a non-laminated copy because he wanted to fold it and put it in his wallet just so he could carry it around with him. The only problem with that is that the, the copy itself is just standard copy paper. It's pretty flimsy. And I'm sorry, if you're hearing background noise, there's a lot of uh, construction outside. So uh, hopefully you're not hearing too much of that. But um, so if you do that, it's going to wear out pretty quickly. So I actually fell down this rabbit hole of doing some metrics, and I'll have this in the write-up. The CDC vaccine card is about three by four. A standard U.S. driver's license is about 2.375 inches by 3.625 inches, and that's what you slide into your wallet. A business card's a little bit smaller. It's uh, two inches by three and a half inches. Now, one thing you might be able to do. And I haven't done this and I I don't know that my friend's husband did this, but what I suggested is ask Office Depot if they will do a scaled down version, a scaled down copy of the card and laminate that so it would fit in your wallet. And I did some tinkering around. Unfortunately, a three by four doesn't neatly shrink into driver's license or business card. On top of that, You've got to leave a margin on the side of all the edges for the lamination. If you cut it too close, the lamination may peel off. So uh, what I was able to just determine very quickly, just playing around with some numbers, 70% should be a good margin to shrink down a copy of the card if you want to carry it in your wallet. 70% would bring it down to 2.1 by 2.8 inches. However, remember, you've got to leave a margin for the lamination. So if you want to leave about 2.2 inches around each edge, that would be about 2.3 by 3 inches total. And that would be about the, the width of a driver's license, but a little bit shorter. That should fit in your wallet. Again, I'm going to add my disclaimer. I don't know if uh, for purposes of employment or university or whatever you need in terms of proof of vaccination, if that's going to be, you know, if that's going to be enough, showing them a a 70% size copy that's laminated from Office Depot, 
Again, I'm not sure if that would count as an official document. Certainly for travel purposes, I have no idea. So I'm adding that disclaimer. But if you just want to have a smaller version that you can carry in your wallet, you may want to ask. And in fact, I don't know if Office Depot will even do that uh, upon request. That's my other disclaimer. I know that I just got the standard copy. It's just a standard full-size, 100% 3x4 copy with the lamination, which adds about a quarter inch on, on, on the different margins. But I was just thinking about this. This is just uh, more of a, of a uh, mental exercise that I wanted to share with you because I, I, so many of you are probably wondering, what do I do with this card? I recommend just get a backup copy, keep the original at home. Whether you get the full size or a shrunk down size, carry the the duplicate if you need to carry it with you. I don't know, you know, what the what the rules are going to be about that. And in fact, I don't think we no, no one knows. I think they're still trying to figure a lot of that out. But that is my tip for you today. I will have uh, graphics as well as the measurements. All of that will be at the write up, which will be at bemovingforward.com. You can also find a referral link to a free newsletter, Morning Brew. It is my go-to to get my daily news summary, what's going on in the world, as well as financial news, what's happening in the markets. You can find that in the write-up. I hope everyone has a great week. I'll be back next week.